Hello, it's Jacqueline, and this is the Awaken Tarot Podcast, and I am here to say that things are things. <laughs> um, things have gotten worse or have amplified in Ukraine. Keep your eyes on the news there. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a genocide, and it's so sad, and these are real people experiencing real things, and it's not talked about anywhere near as much as it should be. So I want to point that out. Things in America are a shit show. They will be a shit show. Copy and paste what I've said the last several weeks and put it right in this space because it's the same. It's, it's scary and it's hard. And so make sure that we keep the conversation going about Roe v. Wade, the conversation going about voter suppression, what we can do. Let's just keep those conversations going. Let's not get fatigued by everything. Let's keep our heads on and keep looking at what we can do to improve everything. So I'm going to finish off this week with talking about the suit of pentacles and its thematics. Um, Again, this is from the suggestion of Alice, and I'm so happy that she did request this, and I'm so happy to bring the information to y'all. And then I had another request that we will be going over I already have an episode scheduled or planned out for next week, but the week after that, I had the request to talk about the suits, um, the, well, the major arcana, actually, uh, and break it down into the life, death, and rebirth lines and about what those look like and kind of talk about the functionality of those. Um, it is something that was made popular by Rachel Pollock, so if you want to read more about the life, death, and rebirth lines... Um, Now, before I go through the episode, um, two books I recommend are Tarot Wisdom by Rachel Pollack and then 78 Degrees of Wisdom by Rachel Pollack. She is another book that just came out. I have I do not have it yet and I have not read it yet, but I need to um, because I love everything Rachel does. Yeah. Okay. so let's dive into the suit of Pentacles. Traditionally read, and if you're looking at any kind of like very traditionally based um, teachings, you're going to see that the suit of pentacles is work, finance, money, um, those kinds of things. Yes, those are those are facets to the suit, but it's not necessarily the whole of the suit. For me, it is very rarely talking to me about specifically money. The suit of pentacles and its function in the minor arcana is that it is because we're talking it's a it's a story right it's 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 building blocks it's all of these things that make up a human in our in our lives and if we spend because we do the first three suits the wands the cups and the swords internal on those internal in that internal world it is in the suit of pentacles where we are taking all of those things that we learned in the previous three suits and we are synthesizing those things and bringing them into our external world. Can that mean money in business? Yes, of course, it can mean those things. But it's more than just that. It is money in business, but health and your environment, your community, your relationships, your family, those things. It's essentially taking all of the things from the previous suits and bringing them on the outside, how we interact with others, how where the situations we put ourselves in, the world around us, that is a suit of pentacles. It's our last big test. It's it's graduating. We it's it's literally putting us, it's graduating college and kicking us out into the real world where the last real test begins. Can you fucking survive it? Can you do it? That is the suit of pentacles. 
when we are reading in the Student of Pentacles, we start in the Ace, which is this seed. And it's essentially like, okay, like you've learned all of these things, but now can you make a life out of it? A real fucking life. And as we know, the tarot is both literal and metaphorical. Metaphorical is not a word. Pretty sure it's not a word. I could Google it, but my phone's across the room, so I'm not going to. Um, but it's but it's both it's both literal and not literal. And I, what I mean by that is that while the tarot describes our, our literal life, death, and rebirth cycle, it also you know, on a more like spiritual level, we live, die, and are reborn minute by minute, project by project, phase by phase, age by age. Like we go through those cycles constantly. So when we reach the suit of pentacles, it is asking us to take whatever we are, whatever phase we're in, we have the seed and we're planting it. And that's the beginning of this, of bringing this cycle into our external world. Um, So what this could mean what this could look like is, let's say that you've spent a lot of time thinking about, so I'm in the process of writing a fiction novel, which sounds really stupid, but I actually went to college for writing. I hope this is a relatable way, but um, I had a dream a few years ago, a suit of wands. I had this dream and then I really like this dream, like really affected me. And I, I ruminated on this dream and thought about what it could mean, suit of cups. And then I started really thinking and breaking down and outlining what a story could look like involving the stream, suit of swords. And now in the suit of pentacles, I'm in the process of writing this book, pentacles. I'm bringing what was internal and making it external. So that is an, an example of what the process could look like going from wands to pentacles. Um, in regards to like, let's say a relationship, it's you have the desire to get back out there. You you have this desire to find love. You have this connection, wands. You go on a date and you're getting to know each other and you're you're actively thinking about like and falling in love and and dreaming about this person and what it and what things could look like. Suit of cups. Now you you are together and you're actively like planning and organizing and processing what life could be like. Will you be together? Will you not be together? Like, what is your life going to look like? And then you, let's say it's a successful relationship and it moves into the pentacles. Now you're actively making plans to root yourselves into this life together or into a long-term relationship together. Now, that doesn't mean that relationships are going to work out if they get to the pentacles, but it does mean that you're bringing all of those things that are internal into the external world, right? When we are in the suit of pentacles, some things like um, pentacles are earth. So we're talking about roots and things that are, things and seasons change. The world changes, but what is for sure is that we are going to have a spring, winter, and fall. That was completely out of order, but you get my point. Um, the suit of pentacles is the element of earth. So we're looking at things like the seasons or canyons, oceans, things that are kind of these permanent staples in our life, even though they move, they move or they change or they evolve, right? We can still kind of depend on them. And our job in the suit of pentacles with earth is to kind of take those things that are permanent and, and then weather them. In the best in in the best way we can, as we are as we have mastered our wands, our cups, and our swords. 
It doesn't mean that by the time you get to the suit of pentacles, obviously that everything is hunky dory, perfectly fine, and everything's going to grow the way it's supposed to go. You you do things with the best intentions. Every year, Gabe and I say to ourselves, we're going to plant some seeds and some flowers, and we do our fucking best. And then come June, all of those, half of those, a quarter of those plants are dead. And it's not not from our lack of trying, but just because that's what fucking happens. That's what fucking happens. It's what happens when you're busy. It's what happens when the water in, around your home sucks. It's what happens if there's a drought. But all you can do is weather those changes. Like, even though it's your best laid plans, right? That's the suit of pentacles. It's your best laid plan. So you plant the seed and you nurture it and you hope that it grows. It doesn't mean you're never going to experience drought, like in the five of pentacles. It doesn't mean... It doesn't mean that everything is going to grow and be and do everything exactly as you want it. Eight of Pentacles. But the goal is to weather those changes so you can actively work on monitoring yourself as life forms around you and you find your space in that. Um, There's a saying and it's you plan, God laughs and I mean, I think we can all agree that that's pretty accurate. The suit of pentacles and its lesson and what it's teaching us as we go through the suit is that all we can do is have our best laid plans and then take what we're given and make it work. Not everything is going to be perfect. Not everything is going to grow beautifully. Not everything is going to be wholesome. But we at this point, and ideally, we have to keep working on ourselves, of course, but ideally, we have done the work and the wands, the cups, and the swords to be able to at least have the tools to monitor ourselves as we go through the suit of pentacles. We are actively living with other people, interacting with other people who have their own best laid plans, who have their own intentions, their own goals, their own purposes. And we have to find a way to create these families with people that we mesh with, and we're not going to mesh with everyone. And the story of the suit of pentacles and why it's so important is essentially us learning how to be our individual selves, work with other people, and and world build and build these lives. Find find where we belong. Find places that are comfortable. Find a way to survive. The suit of pentacles, you know, s- survival isn't always easy. God, I fucking like survival is not always easy. It's really fucking hard sometimes for a lot of people. But the suit of pentacles is there to help us navigate the worlds that we're in with the idea that we will find somewhere to grow our own, our own Eden. By the time that you reach the 10 of pentacles, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at that, that Eden. You're looking at that generational You've built your life, you've worked for it, and now you're seeing the fruits of all your labor from from the plants to the people that are there. You are actively able to see your own Eden. And I'm not naive or stupid enough to believe that that's how it happens for everybody, but it does happen for us, all of us, in little tiny pieces. In the suit of pentacles, it's not just about creating our specific Edens. It's about helping people achieve theirs by being the best people we can be to all of the people around us. The suit of pentacles is about planting seeds, finding our stability, helping others stay stable as well. And I don't mean like that in a um, 
mental health way. I just mean like helping everybody find everybody in this world deserves a home, health care, food. That's basic fucking. That's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's basic fucking survival techniques. That's 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 what every single living human needs. And the suit of pentacles is using all of the tools that we have developed to give ourselves and others those things. So does a job fall under that? Yes. One of the things that we need is human interaction. The suit of pentacles helps us navigate those things. The suit of pentacles helps us look at our health, at our bodies. I pull the five of pentacles pretty frequently and it's essentially because I am a chronically ill person who gets sick a lot. And the and the suit of pentacles is a really good reminder of how I can conserve my energy. The suit of pentacles is a reminder that our, our yeses are expensive. What we agree to take something from us to give to others. And it's that's the six of pentacles, right? Take something from you to give to others and in the with the hopes and the idea that someone will give something of themselves to you. It's an endless infinite transaction. It's a very complex suit, and I don't think that we oftentimes give it the, we do the suit of pentacles and ourselves as tarot readers a disservice by not seeing the suit of pentacles for its complexities. It is so much more than money, so much more than what's going to happen with work, um, so much more than being successful in life by whatever terms capitalism has set for us because the suit of the the suit of pentacles is not about capitalism the suit of pentacles is supposed to be an extension of our humanity it is a literal showcase of how we interact with the world and how the world interacts with us because tarot is always internal first and then external second the suit of pentacles is our chance to interact with others and let them interact with us and find our homes and find our peace and grow our fruits, even if those fruits are us, our family, our needs, our safety, our communities, our health. It is literally taking everything from the first three suits and asking us to synthesize the information in the real world synthesizing i've used that term two or three times in this podcast so i mentioned earlier that i i went to school for for writing but i got my associates in education and one of the things you have to do when you decide you're going to go to school for education is you take an educational psychology course or at least you do in the state of illinois where i got my associates and one of the things that you learn about in educational psychology is this idea of synthesizing information. It's not enough to, for a student to have something rote memorized. Rote memorized means you look at it and in your head you can recall it. It's like, um, what is the word in Spanish for cat, gato? Yes, okay. But can you use that word in a sentence? That's the synthesizing it's not enough to just know it. It's not enough to just know that you have to be nice to other people. Can you do it? Synthesizing is all about taking those things that you learn in the classroom or in a certain space and then actively using those, those skills 
in the real world. That is synthesizing and that is the suit of pentacles. It is taking all of those things we worked on internally and then having us do it in real time in the real world, even reading tarot, right? Like breaking it down if you want to go through the suits. Um, you have the desire to get a tarot deck, so you get it, suit of wands. You want to learn more about it and dive into it and you get really invested in it, cups. Now you're actively listening to this podcast or reading books or reading for yourself and reading for others and trying to figure it out, suit of swords. And now you've decided that you really, really want to use tarot to read for others in a way that's helpful and you want to bring it into the world or you want to make it a business or you want to you want to bring peace and clarity to others and now you're in the suit of pentacles. Now you are taking tarot and you're synthesizing it. And that is the big life lesson with the suit of pentacles. It is us kind of getting this big, we graduate college and we get kind of drop kicked on our booties into the real world. And now we have to use those, those things that we learn to survive. And it's beautiful and it's hard and it's complex. And if the only thing that we use the suit of pentacles for is business and money, then we are missing out on the richness that is there in the soil of, of humanity, which is, yes, money, yes, business, but relationships, communities, families, the literal environment, your health, your relationship to your body, your relationship to others, where you, how you function in literal society and in the world, where you need to break ties with society, where you need to help society, how you can be used to better the world itself, how you can be there for others. That is the medicine of the suit of pentacles. It is all about us synthesizing that information and using it to make ourselves, our communities, humanity, and those around us and the world physically, even the environment better. Because we are all connected. Every single one of us. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. And when these bodies die, we will go back to the world. We will go back to the world. The major arcana, the last card is in the rebirth line is the world because we will go back to the world and we will we will become something else energy cannot be created or destroyed and that means that all of who we are has always been here and will always be here and the suit of pentacles in its very deeply rich and complex nature is a reminder that we are going to give ourselves to the world while we are thriving in our bodies and we will give ourselves back to the world once we've passed. The environment we ignore, global global warming, all of that, we will eventually become that environment. We will become the very thing we are either fighting to help or we are ignoring. And I think that I don't know. I love the suit of pentacles. I think it is so fascinating and so beautiful and so rich and so complex. And so I guess the big challenge here for us and what I'm encouraging people to do as they pull the suit of pentacles in their reading and as they pull it for others and are communicating to look at it so much more deeply than just business and finances. Because it is so exponentially more than that. And our actions and our behaviors, they have real consequences and, and they are long term. So yeah, 
this was a very um, deep, preachy sermon on the suit of pentacles. Um, but as we all know, it is time for me to host a seminar on gardening. It's not. And honestly, I would never do that to you because as I mentioned prior, uh, Gabe and I have a hard time keeping things thriving <laughs> in our own garden. Um, it's actually the collective reading. <clears throat> so last week we got to delve into the energy of the Ace of Cups and drink from the cup and find that fullness. And this week we are going into the Three of Swords. Stop panicking. The Three of Swords at its core, at its heart, if you will, um, is the message of how are your thoughts affecting your feelings or how are your feelings affecting your thoughts? It is very easy to see this card and think heartbreak, betrayal. I'm going to, everything's awful. And I understand that. But a large, but we don't pull this card and then experience heartbreak and betrayal every time it comes up. The Three of Swords at its heart is a lesson on our thoughts affecting our feelings and our feelings affecting our thoughts and how they interplay together. Threes are a number of expansion. And when we're thinking about that and we're thinking about how that relates to the suit of swords, when we get big feelings, we hear that a lot in the context of gentle parenting. When we get big feelings, things can either like explode in us and we can we can like panic or freak out or have an anxiety attack or have a tantrum moment. Or we kind of have the ability to consider those feelings and consider those worries and consider that doesn't mean that something bad isn't happening around you, but it is a reminder that you control the thoughts around how something is making you feel. I saw a thing on TikTok and this woman was saying about how your feelings are facts. Your feelings are always truth. How you feel is truth because a feeling cannot be a lie. Your feelings are your feelings. The thoughts, however, the thoughts are the things that you have the control over and your thoughts what you think, that's what's not always true. Your thoughts make the feeling and the feeling is 100% fact and true always. It's the thoughts that maybe aren't. So when we pull this card, we are encouraged to consider our thought process and how it is affecting our ability to emote or feel. Are we confusing anxiety and intuition because intuition even if the news it's bringing isn't necessarily good there is a peace that comes with intuition that anxiety does not have you will not find peace with anxiety because anxiety is a fear response anxiety is actually there to protect us but sometimes it gets it, it goes a little haywire the three of swords brings us in to consider that it's not this omen for bad news. It is a reminder that our feelings are affected by our thoughts. What are our thoughts doing to us? So this coming week, pay attention to your thoughts. It doesn't mean that all of your situations are going to be good and everything's going to be fine because the three of swords is a contraction card, but it's also an expansion because threes are expansion. So it's asking you to broaden your mind a little bit and consider how your thoughts are making you feel. Because you can't control the feeling. The feeling is your truth. But you can control the thoughts around it. You have a little bit more control there. And that is the big lesson in the three of swords for us. And it is also kind of the energy we'll be going through this week. So be really gentle with yourselves. If you feel like something has happened and you start to truly, truly panic, 
and your heart is pounding, honor how you feel. This is not a moment for toxic positivity. This is not me saying ignore your pain. No, honor it. Cry when you need to cry. Scream into a pillow when you need to scream into a pillow. But then also remember that your thoughts, they are the orchestrators of how you feel. So look at your thoughts, acknowledge them. And then maybe find some grace for yourself to breathe them away for a little bit and allow your heart some rest this coming week. Last week, we got to drink the cup of the Ace of Cups. And this week, we are going to, we're going to have big feelings. And those feelings are our truths. The only thing we have control over is our thoughts. So if you're confused about something, don't be afraid to ask for clarification. If a lack of communication is what's making you anxious, just take it upon yourself to not be afraid of communication for your own peace of mind. There is, if anybody has a problem with you being overly communicative, that's a red flag on them, not for you. So that's what I'll say. Um, this is this week's episode. It was long winded and preachy and I'm sorry. I blame it. You can blame it on the fact that I haven't had coffee in four days. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, or review. We are five reviews away from me getting pie. Um, that's not me saying that just to review to review. Like, I I don't want you all to do that. I want you to only do it if you feel like you truly like enjoy the podcast or you feel like there's a real constructive criticism that you would like me to pay attention to. Like, I just got a two-star review, which is going towards the pie tally. Um, But it also, you know, those reviews, they come with a lot of accountability on my part to consider, have I said anything hurtful lately? Do I need to go back and listen to some episodes to make sure that they're all PC and to make sure that I didn't accidentally insult anyone? Um, Do I need to make sure that I go back through and discern if I handled a sensitive topic insensitively? They are a very good moment for me, regardless of why I got the low review. Like, it could be trolly, but it also, like, I take them very seriously. It does make me accountable, and it does make me consider what I'm doing, what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, and what I can do to improve. Thank you again, Alice, for this recommendation and this request. I hope that it's brought everybody, newer, old readers, some some depth to the way that they read or and for new readers like some clarification if they needed it um i love y'all and i'm going to i'm not going to get off and go drink coffee i'm gonna get off and cry about it all right ta